All right, bradcooney.com. We'd like to welcome to the show pop recording artist John Paul Wallace. What is up? What's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. I'm glad you, you come on the show. I did a little research, a little, a little reading on you. Um, before we get into your new song and some of your projects you got working on, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Um, basically, how it was you first got into making music and about how old were you? Yeah, so I started singing at a super young age. My oldest sister, uh, Rocky Wallace, is actually also another uh, pop singer and pop artist. So I grew up watching her sing, and I thought it was, like, the coolest thing. So I got into it super young, like, six or seven years old. Um, and then in high school, I started playing uh, piano, and that got me even more into it, being able to accompany myself. That, like, really, really kind of invested me in it. Mm. And then uh, around senior year of high school, I was kind of get, starting to get into writing songs, and I was doing a lot of covers online, like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I wrote a remix to Lucas Graham's song, Seven Years, and and was able to sing it at my high school graduation. It was all about, like, graduating and stuff, you know, and yeah. going into that. Uh, and so I performed at my graduation. The video ended up going viral and getting, like, like over 20 million views across all platforms, and it was, you know, it was new, news outlets everywhere and stuff. And so that's what really kind of, like, kick-started everything uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, I've just been absolutely devoted to writing and, and learning, you know, production, engineering, and playing guitar and everything. Oh, nice. Really getting into my craft, yeah. So before the the video went viral, let's go back a little bit again. So did you like take music classes in like like early early school years? Um, and yeah. So um, we had like music class in elementary school and stuff, and and I took guitar lessons when I was really young, like I think like eight or nine years old, um, and they didn't really like stick. I didn't really, I wasn't good at it at all. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of stopped that. And when I was really little, my parents had me in like a. It was called School of Rock, which is, like, where they pair you with other kids to, like, mm-hmm. perform in a band together. Uh, so that was, like, my first, like, kind of experience performing and stuff, and that was an absolute blast. Like, when I was a kid, I just loved that. Um, and then I, I started taking voice lessons in middle school, and then my voice teacher also taught piano. So uh, when I got, I was, like, freshman year of high school, I asked if we could start splitting our sessions into voice and piano. Uh, and then eventually just turned into all piano, and so that's where I kind of started picking up with uh, piano. But I did like choir all throughout high school, and yeah. yeah. I had a feeling. That's why I wanted to ask. But I had a feeling you just come across like that. That that that's something you would, a path you would take. And what about theater? Any any theater classes or drama, anything like that? I never got into theater when I was in high school, and I kind of always wish I, I would have. Yeah. Because uh, it was always super cool, but it was for us. It was always like an extracurricular thing. We never had like classes in during the uh. school day. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't able to do it too much, but yeah, you know, definitely something I was interested in. So when I was researching you, I, the reason why I asked about the theater thing is I can just picture you on Broadway doing like musicals. <laughs> well, thank you. That means a lot. That's like, those are the, the real, real singers. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. All right, so let's talk on the, a little bit more about the, uh, the, the, the video that went viral because I watched it. So was that, so was, was, was for you to get up and sing, was that something that was already like, Prearranged, you knew you were going to do it, or was that an improv type thing? No, so um, so I the first time I like really like like I had debuted the song to like our like the class council and stuff to try to just get it to be able to sing it at our assembly. Like we had like a, we every year we had like an assembly for the seniors, and so the, initially that was where I wanted to perform it, and they let me. 
and then everybody, like, the response was great from my classmates and the other teachers and stuff. Like, everybody just really kind of got behind me with it. Uh, and they made it our class song, which was really cool. And then, uh, and then I got the answer to sing it at graduation. And so I literally was, like, emailing the principal, like, every other day. I was like, so can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. We got to figure it out with the sound and stuff. And I was like, okay, can I do it? Can I, like, just constantly until I got the answer. And then, like, three days before graduation, we had, like, an event uh, in town for all the seniors. And I saw the principal, and I was like, hey, like, what's going on? And uh, he was like, yeah, we talked to him today, and they said you can do it. You know, just send him the track and this and this. So, uh, so it wasn't until a couple days before, but, I mean, the whole time I was rehearsing it, and like, constantly, daily, and, and just inhabiting yeah. it. Um, but it wasn't until a couple days before that I knew I was for sure going to do it. Have you been back to school to visit since the song went viral? Yeah, actually, um, a couple different times. They had me sing uh, at a couple of assemblies, like uh, not the Seven Years song, but I did like a, a version. The, the mascot was the Lapeer Lightning, uh -huh. and I did a version of Grease Lightning from the movie Grease yeah. uh, for an assembly when I was a senior. And so they had me come back and do that a couple of times. Uh, and then they, they had me come back and just talk about like, you know, college and stuff and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely been back a, a handful of times. That's cool, man. Um, so... I saw some TV shows you were on. This thing really went like legit viral. And yeah, no, it was like it was. And the thing about it was like it was so like, like I didn't even know the video existed. Like it wasn't my family or anybody. Like my family took a video of it, and the video was like horrible. We had like the crappiest camera, and so like I didn't even know that a really good quality video like that existed of the performance. And one of my classmates' parents was the one who videotaped it, and he just posted it on his channel. And I think he does, like, camera reviews and things like that. So uh -huh. he posted it kind of just, like, showcasing his camera because it was, like, super zoom and everything. Um, and then all of a sudden I was fielding calls that, like, oh, like, this radio station is sharing this video. And I was like, I haven't even seen the video. Like, what are you talking about? Wow. And so the whole thing was just, like, super, like, accidental and by total chance. And it was – so that's really what made the whole thing just a, a super fun experience. Okay, one more thing, and then we'll get into your single. So so what opportunities had, like like – sprang from that viral video i saw the one tv show where you actually you got a record deal for a minute there right yeah so um so i actually started working with this record uh with like a small label out of new york Sun bulldog entertainment um before any of that had happened so we were i've been, I've been i'm still working with them. i've been working with them for oh. like seven eight years now okay. um so they're like super like they're like family to me like super big part of my growth and everything um but when so when that happened really the biggest thing was just like all the media attention it got like i was in articles like around the u.s i was in like in there's some asia um articles there was some from europe like it wow. was just crazy uh the kind of platform it kind of put me on so that was really cool um but honestly like as an artist i was so like unprepared for that kind of attention yeah. like, I, I didn't really know who i was as like a songwriter as an artist at all and really even like as a singer like i was just kind of in the baby phases of figuring that out so um so really it just kind of gave me a platform to be able to you know navigate and learn and grow and um and now i feel like i'm at a point where i've really found my identity as an artist and i can kind of still utilize that platform to you know to continue to grow and reach more people yeah, that's a great segue into the uh, next question, and that is your single. I listened to it, in fact, I listened to it three times, to be honest with you. Um, it's really, really good. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It was, like, way better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Um, so, 
it's one of them songs that really makes you reminisce on things. You know, it really takes you away. It's like a, um, it's just kind of just like, you know, that feeling you get when you're like in a swimming pool and you're just kind of like floating on the water, and yeah. every muscle, every muscle's relaxed and you're just meditating. Yeah, that's where that song took me, man. This is like took me away and just kind of like, it's better than Tylenol, man. It'll take a headache away. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. That really means a lot. It's a great song. It's called "Love's Not for Everyone." Tell me, tell me your backstory. Like, what's what's the backstory behind the song? Yeah, so I mean, this song, like, like when, like when I wrote the title line "Love's Not for Everyone," like in my head, I was like, okay, like this has to be like I have to like a lot of times, like as an artist or as a writer, you know, especially when you're putting music out, I kind I usually kind of hold back on like being fully like. In a weird way, like, to me, being heartbroken, there's, like, a level of, like, embarrassment to it. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I don't know how to, like, a better way to say that, but, like, so I usually kind of hold back on being, like, super, super, like, real and vulnerable with stuff um, when it comes to my writing because, like, I don't want to, you know, kind of put that stuff out there. But with this song, like, I, like, from the get-go, I was like, this hat, like, I have to just say everything I want to say and, like, not, you know, not filter anything. Um, So then in turn, because of that, I usually don't, like... (laughs) I choose not to get in too much of, like, the the inspiration and backstory of it. Uh, but as far as the writing process goes, um, it, the first kind of came up, I was on a writing retreat up in northern Michigan by myself. Just, like, I took my recording gear and my instruments and just got, like, an Airbnb by myself and wrote for a few days. Um, and at the time, I was kind of working towards my EP, which came out this past September. And that project was all, like, we wanted it super upbeat and energetic and danceable. Um, so I was really focused on that and I left there without any ideas that I was like super, super pumped about. And, and then on my drive home, uh, it just kind of hit me. And then I, I voice memo while I was driving on the expressway of the, the, what turned out to be the bridge of love's not for everyone. And so that was the first part of the song that, that, that kind of hatched. Um, and then I kind of put it on the back burner cause we were working on my EP that was, you know, supposed to be a lot more upbeat. And then uh, a few weeks later, I wrote the, I thought of the hook line, Love's Not For Everyone, and, and wrote the chorus for it and put it on the back burner because we were working on the EP. And then one day, I just, I, I was, had a day off work. I was supposed to be working on the EP, and I just decided, like, just to dive into it. I was really kind of gravitating towards this idea. Um, and then I just flushed the whole song out, and, and since then, I demoed it, and then since then, it, it hasn't really changed shape too much. It's just about polishing it. But, and this song came, like, really natural like none of it was really forced like it just kind of it came in pieces and then and then just that was it how's the feedback been for the song and is it getting spins anywhere anybody playing it yeah i mean the feedback's been awesome like even before i released it uh, i performed it on a few like streaming platforms and at a couple shows and mm-hmm. and every time i performed it people have singled it out as like like not even mentioning the rest of my set, they're just like, "What's that one song?" Yeah, "Love's Not Strong" one song. Um, so even before releasing it, and then since releasing it, the um, the the feedback's been awesome. But yeah, I mean, we've gotten it. Um, we're working on getting it into like some stores and some you know some radio airplay and stuff like that. Uh, and and I've been doing uh, quite a few of these like podcasts and, and radio interviews mm-hmm. uh, that have come out as well. You need to if you haven't done so already. Um, research across the country, research colleges that have radio stations. Oh, a lot of them do. Idea. A lot of them do. And, and I, I got the I, I got the idea from a guy named Brad Arnold, who's the lead singer of the band Three Doors Down, the rock band. Oh, yeah. And Brad was on my podcast show, you know, a few years back. 
And no one of the things they did as a band, Three Doors Down in Mississippi, where they're from, is they hit up colleges and got a lot of the colleges to play uh, Kryptonite, the song that was a huge <laughs> hit for them. But it wasn't always a hit. It, it, the college stations started playing it. It started spreading across the colleges. And in word wow. of mouth. So that's one thing you should look at is to get in some college radio stations. Um, and this, and it, what that also does is you get... If a lot of colleges start playing it, it gives you more leverage to pitch it to the mainstream radio stations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, th- thank you for that. That's a great idea. Yeah, man, go for it, dude. All right, so is there a video for this song, Love's Not For Everyone? Yep, yeah, there's a, view- there's a music video up on YouTube, yeah. That's good stuff, man. Um, what I liked about the song also is your vo- your vocals. Um, I-, I, was, I was really digging the falsetto moments. Thank you. I really, yeah, that, I, I really, I really like late high school. I, I just kind of focused on really strengthening that part of my voice, and, and that's always been a huge point of focus for me in, in my singing and in my writing. Well, that hard work's paid off because the falsetto was beautiful, honestly. Thank um, you so much. And it just, it, had, it just really brought texture and flavor to the song. The song already had it, but that really just exemplified it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, let me see. I'm looking through my notes here. Um, so is there any other singles you're planning on dropping? Now, and also, this is off of an EP you mentioned before, right? This is not on the EP. Um, but this is, this is just, a, right now it's a standalone single. Okay, standalone single. Okay, gotcha. So what's the next yeah. plan? I mean, you, obviously you're marketing this one right now. Um, yeah. You want to drop some more in 2022, or what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. The plan for this year is to drop about a single a month. Um, so this one came out in January, and then I've got one coming out February 22nd called Heartbeat that I'm super excited about. We have a music video for that as well. Um, and then I've got I've got music lined up pretty much for this whole year. Um, and Love's Not For Everyone and Heartbeat, they're part of a, a, an EP project that's probably going to come out this summer uh, is the plan right now. Uh, and it's really like... This is the first project I've put together that really, like, all the songs work together and, and kind of tell a really, like, three-dimensional story when you put them all together as opposed to just being, you know, a package of songs that I've written. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So I'm really excited for that EP off of the summer. But, yeah, first things first is Heartbeats coming out on February 22nd. So if somebody heard you for the first time and, and loves Not For Everyone was the first song, they would think you're just a ballad, you're, you're, you're you know, a ballad singer, but... From what I read, most of your stuff's like more upbeat pop stuff, right? Yeah, so I kind of started like leaning on ballads more. Um, that was like the first music I started kind of writing was was more ballady. So I've got I've got a handful of songs like that out on Spotify and stuff. Um, like my one song, Out of Time, uh, is the was my release before the EP. Uh, one of my releases before the EP, and that one's like a super ballad like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the last EP was honestly kind of out of like out of my wheelhouse a little bit um which was a nice challenge but we we kind of went into it wanting just to add some dance and upbeat stuff to my catalog so that was like a very intentional thing but the ballads kind of feels music is kind of more um more like my natural style cool let me ask this question i i don't i don't ask everyone every artist this question but when i get a certain vibe somebody when i'm interviewing them I like to ask this question, and you're 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 a song you're a singer songwriter, so this is gonna be a good question for you. You ready? Yeah. 
Okay, which do you prefer, prefer more? Which do you prefer more? We give you two options. You have to pick one or the other. Do you prefer and enjoy more creating the song or performing the song once the song is created? That's a really good question. I think if I had to pick... That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this, like, to me, performing songs that I have created is my favorite part. Okay. If that makes sense. It does. That's, that's an answer, yeah. But, if, but I like performing it more if I was a part of the creation process. Ah, that's one of the best answers I've ever had, actually, with that question. <laughs> well, thank you. Very clever, John Paul. <laughs> Wait a second! You're not running for for office somewhere, are you? Not gonna... <laughs> that was a great answer. Man. I love that, man. That's good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right. So, what are some goals? I know you said you wanted to drop one single a month. Is there any other goals for 2022? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get out and perform as much as possible. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm on a few festivals around Michigan this summer that I'm really excited for. Uh, but really, like, you know, especially since live music started coming back. Um, Throughout the whole pandemic, I kind of reevaluated like what my live setup looked like, and and it kind of gave me some time to to dial that in uh, without mm -hmm. you know having to worry about shows and stuff. And so when we came back, we came back with a new setup and, and a whole new set of music and stuff. And and I've just been absolutely obsessed with performing. So I'm, I'm trying to get out and perform as much as I possibly can. That's great, man. And that's what you got to do. You build the ground game that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, like, social media is great, Spotify is great, Instagram lives are great, but nothing beats getting out there, man, and just and just pounding the pavement, playing live performances, interacting with fans. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's just a complete package. It's, it's one thing to sell music digitally, but if you can play live and, and really connect with people that come see your shows, that yeah. just expands everything, man. It's just, it's a, it just brings you to a whole new level. Yeah, and that's, like, my thing with it is, like, I love, like, I, I, I love the social media part, too, and, like, yeah. talk to people around the world, and I think that's so cool that we have the opportunity to connect to people like that, but, like, the energy that I feel, like, when I'm, like, even with their, if it's just a bar with strangers in it, like, there have been some nights I've performed where I just, like, I've never just been able to get that feeling from absolutely anything else, and then when yeah. people are really connecting with your music and they don't even know it yet, it's just, it's yeah. just an unmet. And wait, wait till you start writing the hit songs and, and, you, and you get thousands of people singing your lyrics. Dude, that is like my ultimate, like, I could not care less about anything else in my career. I just want so badly to be in front of, like, on big stages and connected with that many people at once. Like, that's, yeah. that's my thing. You know the band Coldplay? Yeah, of course. That's a band right there that I've, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of live bands. I've seen a lot of concerts in my day. Coldplay to me is the, the number one band in the world as far as moving an audience and getting really? and getting crowd participation is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch some more live footage of them. I haven't seen too much of it. Oh man, yeah, just pull up. I forgot what. There's one on. There's, there's, a, there's a YouTube. Oh, I'm trying to remember where they were. I think it was in like South America. If I if I remember right, it was like either like Argentina maybe or Brazil. It's it's, it's like freaking 70,000 people in the stadium wow. and and they're all singing like the, the lyrics to, to to his songs I mean Coldplay yeah check that out it's, it's good stuff all right uh, let's see I think that's about it as far as my question but I wanted to make sure and I'll give you an opportunity also to tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music 
But did I miss anything? Is there any other song, singles, or projects you wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, I don't think so. That's about it for right now. Good. Good deal. All right, man. Look, man, you are very talented, man. Really, really, really. I really enjoyed your song. Um, Thank Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking to you, too. You got... The sky's the limit for you. I really think you're going to go places. I mean, I really feel that for you. I really appreciate that. All right, brothers. Tell everybody out there where they can follow you on social media, where they can get your stuff. Yeah, so I'm on all social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, most everything is at John Paul Wallace, J-O-N-P-A-U-L-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. And then my Facebook says John Paul Wallace Official. Um, and then you can stream Love's Out for everyone and, and uh, keep an eye out for Heartbeat and uh, stream all my other stuff on it's up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, anywhere you find music, I'm there. Uh, just search John Paul Wallace. Uh, it's got J-O-N-P-A-U-L-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. There it is, everybody. Well, I'll make sure I put these links up, too, in the article so they can just click on and go to your stuff. And I appreciate you very much. And when you got some new stuff to talk about, just let us know, and we'll get you back on, all right? Sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You betcha, man. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. You, too. Thank you. Take care.